Katie, stand up! Attention, please! Will the real Jesus stand up in these without any fleas? What do you want to do tonight? Take flight in heavenly light? Out of sight? With no more blight? Alright. Please don't harden your hearts and end up like dirty farts. <laughs> oh, Hebrews! Please! In hearing the word do not become a foul bird that's the Kabbalah translation the KKK took my baby away that's a punk rock song for all y'all immigrants Travelers, wanderers, nomads, and vagabonds, greetings from heavenly Jerusalem. I'd like to introduce you to your personal electric chair. Lord, release the lightnings! <laughs> Jesus said, if you pull my finger, then you know that the kingdom of heaven has come upon you. Just want to double, triple, quadruple, sing, quipple, and sextuple, and 17 manuple. Make sure that this thing is going. Looking good. Alrighty then. Hallelujah. Septuple check. You think just because I'm a preacher I wouldn't know what a septuple is? Seven times. We've checked seven times seventy, Lord Jesus. We be broadcasting the glory of God against this Nimrod, which is nothing less than a facade. But I'm sure you guys already all knew that since everybody knows everything around here please teach me and I mean that now my sarcasm is as sincere as cynicism gets in the glory it's true I remember this person manifesting so bad on me because he's like, your cynicism and sarcasm are so mean and evil. I can't understand it and it makes me feel stupid. That was definitely not my intention. 
and I actually am sorry that you feel that way. Yep, we are not mean guys. We are kind guys. It's true, they think we're mean, we're not mean. Very, very gentle. Very, very loving and very, very patient. And most importantly, super duper humble. Just incredibly humble people. Probably the most humble in the entire world. <laughs> you want to get drunk in the glory, just start boasting in how humble you are before the eyes of the Father because it'll make him laugh. And then you just start to get electrocuted. Amen. You come out of that deliverance session a one and a half foot tall midget woman which if you missed yesterday's broadcast was pretty much the highlight of the whole show. Jesus. Galare. Midget woman. Yes, I have video evidence. Picture is worth a thousand words. A video is worth 10,000 times 10,000 words. That is 100 million. Amen. <laughs> I like biblical math because it's always wrong to the Greek, but it's always right to the oil. It's anointing mathematics. Did you guys know that there's actually math in heaven? Now, don't manifest. I know most of the math you've been doing in Christianity up until this point is just counting 6 plus 6 plus 6. Which equals 12, 12. I'm not so sure. I'm certain it does. 6 plus 6 plus 6 equals 12, 12 in divine math. But if you don't get the equation, you'd just be stuck in your brain being like, Greek to me. I don't get it. My logic and my reason is dying. So that your spirit can start flying. And there is an order to the freedom of the spirit. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The law. And we're going to grind you into powder and blow you into the four winds of the earth. And you're going to come out a diamond. Anything that can be shaken shall be shaken. And if you're defending yourself against the rock that grinds into powder, you're still anti-Christ. And so we just yield all our anti-Christ DNA and I just volunteer everyone here in this studio audience even if they're unwilling to be sacrificed by coming into my house you are my human sacrifice and I'm an Aztec priest in Machu Picchu and the angels are like the insectoids only in the glory in the glory 
just so you're not confused with some kind of Necronomicron Anton LaVey satanic Bible or something today. You understand you are in the law of freedom. And the law of freedom is so that you can stay free and not be a paranoid, schizophrenic, fearful, and afraid of everything you don't understand in the brain, putting up false defense mechanisms against a greater glory, a greater freedom, Jesus Christ, that I've come to save you from religion. You guys don't understand what the principality of religion is here today that you're wrestling in the studio audience? Jezebel. It's true. And it is something that needs to pass through you. And if you let it pass through, right through you, you'll be crystal clear and sparkling. You come out here brand new. But if you have a defense against deliverance, if you have a defense against God and Jesus Christ and the seven spirits of God who are in love with you and trying to help you, you will get no breakthrough tonight. And it would just be another ritual to your brain of attending a service that could have been an experience with heaven. God wants you to be free in the glory. Freedom is not a minor aspect of the gospel. Jesus said it was the number one most important thing. And people have very little of it right now because of fear. And the fear is a contract to an invisible shadow of people around you possibly getting out of your control in the law of liberty, which is total obedience to Father God. We want freedom in the law of liberty to please Father God. We don't want to please Jezebel. We don't want to please the flesh. We don't want to please woman. And we don't want to please man. We want to please the Lord. Who is the Lord? The Spirit of Jesus. Who is the Lord? 2 Corinthians 3.18 The Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, freedom, from agitating moral conflicts and fears, it is written. Any place you're afraid of man, afraid of even man growing in God or woman growing in God and you're insecure and any area where there's a fear, I tell you the truth, that is the button the Spirit of the Lord wants to touch in you tonight. He wants to make it personal. Will you let him touch you? Benny Hinn used to sing the song. We used to sing it in Teen Challenge for two years. He touched me. He touched me. People so goofy around here, they say, show me on the doll where the Holy Spirit touched you. There's a lot of Janice sorcery around here. And they can't take anything serious, which is demonic. It's true. You need to take freedom seriously and be so serious in the freedom that lightning bolts start shooting out your brain. And then everything around you just gets brought into order. 
everything around you just get brought into righteousness, into purity, gets washed, gets cleansed, gets healed, gets delivered. Shadows can't even remain at an elemental level when you begin to walk in true freedom, in the freedom of Jesus Christ. Jesus, for three and a half years, demonstrated perfection. It's true. He had the perfect Holy Spirit. Then he had the perfect manifestation through his heart in the river. Then he had the perfect manifestation through his head over the law, over Herod, over Rome. He grew in wisdom and he grew in the spirit of the favor of the Lord until he had dominion over every planetary system in the universe. King of kings, Lord of lords, riding in on the RLM Carrot Donkey. And Carrot Donkey, Drunken Glory, Kenya Revival. Those donkeys are actually the relatives of the ancient donkey. Or as they say in Hebrew, the ancient ass that Jesus rode in to Jerusalem on. Bet you didn't know that. Bunch of know-it-alls. Ancient ass. You're just making that up. You'd be surprised. Shmiak. Not to be confused with Schmeagel. Shmiak is the authority to make crap up and have it be totally as real as anything else, like anime, Lord of the Rings theology, Mandalorian theology, cartoon theology, which is prophetic theology, which is living, active doctrine, which is real doctrine. But when you have Shmiak, it's because your spirit is using creation to tutor your own soul and what your spirit has received from God. Some of you already know that that your spirit has created a classroom to grow in your calling and destiny. That's why most of you are here, because you want the classroom for your spirit to grow in Christ. And you'll do anything to grow in Christ, even if it means crossing paths with me. <laughs> or coming into the tribe of Judah, or coming into the Pearl of John, coming into Red Letter Ministries. You think we care? Do we look like a people that care about that kind of stuff? Of just having thousands of people in a ministry where everyone just kumbaya? We care about what the Father feels and the expression of His face only. And if you're into that, you'll be into ascension, resurrection, revelation, and all the good deep things of God in the river of life and you'll be against strife, even with your wife, even with your husband, because it's always him that's wrong. I woke up in this place, Lord Jesus, all I did was tell my wife to be quiet, and he wakes up in heaven dead. <laughs> One of the best memes ever. I was just telling her that she needed to chill out and I just woke up here in the third heaven. I don't know how I got here, Lord Jesus. She killed you. <laughs> and I won't count it against her as sin. 
Oh, I don't think so. Thou shalt not murder. We, some of you need the Ten Commandments in your relationships. This would be a good one. Thou shalt not murder. Like, in your heart. Thou shalt not commit adultery. You know what the royal law is? You guys want to get into the royal law? It's called the New Covenant. I wasn't going to go there, but the drinking made me do it. Esther 1.8 But the drinking. It actually says that now. But the drinking was done according to the royal law. Yeah, write that one down. You might want to get that as a tattoo. That's pretty cool. There was no compulsion, for so the king had given orders to each official of his household that he was to do as each person pleased, but the drinking was done according to the royal law. Esther 1 8. I can obey that one. But first, we only drink salary juice. It's for the natural man. <laughs> okay. Back to business. Psalms 93.5. This is in the nearly inspired version. Probably heresy. I'll let you guys judge. Your royal laws cannot be changed. Your royal laws cannot be changed. Your reign, O Lord Jesus Christ, is holy forever and ever. You believe it? James 2.8 If, however, you are really fulfilling the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Now, everyone loves yourself a little differently. You know that's true. Some people have a different attitude about themselves. I'm not talking about jerking off. I'm not talking about masturbation. I'm not talking about filleting yourself. Or even filleting yourself. Or even impaling yourself. Like Halloween last week with Vladimir the Impaler. Where you get the story of Dracula from. I ain't talking about treating yourself any other way than the same way you exactly treat everyone around you right now. You know you do that automatically, right? <laughs> that every person in your life you are treating right now, about, according to the royal law now, exactly in the same attitude you have towards your own self. So if you hate yourself, despise yourself, think you're ugly, no good, good for nothing, rotten, stinking scoundrel, scum of the earth, refuse of all society, a punk, just a terrible, 
spitwad of a person, you're gonna have that attitude towards your neighbors effortlessly, without trying, automatically. In the same judgment that you give others, Jesus Christ said, you have already given yourself. I'd like to welcome everybody to called the Royal Law. Which means you've already been doing it, whether you're ignorant of it or not. This is why people are demonized and cursed. And God wants to undo all your curses and all your demons and all your junk and all your funk and all your gunk so you can go kerplunk in the living waters of divine crystal clear sparkling love tonight. Champagne glory revival. Bubble bubble. Amen. Bubble bubble. Double trouble. It's a double trouble because the same exact standard that you have right now against your own soul from your brain is how you're judging and treating every other person around you. And God wants you to just take the cap off your mind and get a different mind and a different perspective from his throne of pure light, pure light and pure love towards your own heart and your own brain and all of your body and your organs and whatever kind of meat sack mommy and daddy created for you in their DNA. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And you're just not going to complain about it. You're just going to be like, God prepared a body for me. Now Jesus got a Neanderthal looking body. The Bible says there is nothing good looking about his appearance that we should be drawn to him. Amen? Isaiah? Which means Jesus was fugly. They don't teach you that in Sunday school, but it is the truth anyhow. Some of you just get knocked off your chair. Yeah, you're better looking than Jesus. It's true. Every one of you looks better in the realm of the natural than Jesus of Nazareth, that he purposely came as the ugliest Neanderthal-looking caveman you could ever imagine. Awfully silent. I know y'all trying to be good-looking and cooler than everyone else and vanity, vanity, chasing after the wind. Jesus, exact opposite. Because he didn't judge anyone by appearance or by his eyes or by what he heard, Isaiah 11 says. He was so gone in the external realm, like a Nazarite, he shall be called a Nazarene, that he only worked in the inner man because that was his assignment in his first coming. Second coming to be the outer man, so don't worry about all that. That's already being cleared up here by all the seven lightnings and the seven thunders and everything else of the natural realm devouring all the wickedness in the universe right now, starting with Paris freaking Hilton. Amen? What the fudge? Copycat wannabe Sailor Moon, amen? That fake, gimpy-looking tuxedo man. Look like they pulled him up out of a carrot patch. Like just the miniature carrots, too. Like, that's the level of sorcery you're walking in, you gotta keep your little pet on a leash looking that weak. You're a terrible sorcerer, Paris Hilton. 
absolutely disgusting and pathetic. At least a real sorceress would have a giant or something. A titan. Not some little wussy boy. You know, the Bible says God sits in the heavens and mocks his enemies. You know, Jesus talked like this. And it was love. It's true. He was doing it with a pure heart to cleanse everyone from wrongdoing in the whole universe. He told Satan to get stuffed and gagged and choked out to death like a wrestler. I don't know what kind of idea people have of Jesus Christ, but he's much more like Hulk Hogan. They did a DNA test of what Moses would look like accurately and it looks exactly like Hulk Hogan. You see that? That was a real like scientific deal. <laughs> we got all these ideas of what it's supposed to look like, you know why? Because we're insane. That's why, because our brain is not controlled by the spirit, so we just make fantasy crap up in our head. And we don't want to be led astray, so we do the best we can to stay in school of the Holy Ghost so that we don't live in vain imagination, so we don't live in vanity, and we don't live in fantasy. Big difference between revelation and a TV screen in front of your eyes and fantasy. Fantasy bring you off into no man's land. You'd be just the goofiest, falsest prophets who've ever lived if you don't keep the narrow path in this generation. And if you look around out there, it's about as bad as it's ever been in the history of the world amongst the prophetic people. It is the goofiest, weirdest, most pathetic spectacle in the history of the eyes of heaven. Truth in you. And the only one that's right is me. Shut up, you brown noser. <laughs> no, the only one that's right is the seven spirits of God, the eyes. Revelation 5, 6. Listen, I'm so desperate to be right with him that I'll, I'll become an 18-inch man. I'll become a little midget. It's true. Are you willing to become a dwarf for Jesus? And I'm not talking a good dwarf, not like a Gimli, not a heroic, brave dwarf, like an absolute peon, like an 18-inch man and a 16-inch woman, because women are shorter than men. It's true, on average, by like six inches. There's Jezebel's watching to get offended by that. I'm bigger than you in sorcery, they boast. I'm gonna hurt you, Brandon, for that one. You don't know the demon gods in outer space that I'm covenanted to. Oh, we do, we do, actually. Martians. From the Draco constellation. Reptilian flying snakes. And your face looks just like them. And your attitude reveals your father the devil. 
It's true. And boys and girls out there living for the devil everywhere. You could have a heyday every day terrorizing them. And we will, that's fun too. That's a get to. You get to terrorize everyone with holiness, righteousness. Where's that in the Bible? I'm so glad you asked. They shall be called the terrors of the nations or the terribles of the nations. It's a prophecy of those that start walking in actual righteousness and purity and goodness and wisdom and holiness and revelation and mighty excellent works of Father God's power. Those who know their Father shall do great exploits. A lot of people know their father and they're doing exploits. Problem is, their father is an angel of light. If it were not so, you'd be reigning over the earth, liberating the nations with prosperity from the treasury of the stars, and we'd all come under your open heaven as King of Kings and Lord of Lords and lay down palm branches, Hosanna in the highest, behold a manifesting Son of God. But you're not there yet. You know why? Nobody is. And we're gonna do it together, and we're gonna do it without strife, jealousy, competition, carnal animal, hormones and nonsense of all the dumb crap that boys and girls get into as they grow in Christ and just become a bag of weeds. And you know what the Bible says about weed? Death was in the pot. That's why we're anti-marijuana. That's Elijah now. Don't fight the spirit of Elijah. There was death in the pot. When they smoked pot, they got bitter. And dumber. And lazier. Some of you haven't smoked pot in three years and you're still dumber and lazier. Stop giving me your toughest battles, Lord Jesus. Simply fold the laundry and put it away. You've already washed it and dried it. Just put the laundry away. Amen. Amen. Glory. I'm preaching to myself now. Glory. You're going to get through it. It's just never-ending house chores, Jesus. I do that. You've already washed it. You've already dried it. Now just fold it and put it away. I'll hold your hand. We can do it together. That's the part in your walk with Christ where you only see two footsteps on the beach because he had to carry you. house chores but do you know how dirty my husband is you know how dirty my wife is I have four kids Brandon yeah Peter had more than you and he just was an apostle truth anyhow some of these people have Jewish families six kids twelve kids look at the twelve tribes of Israel 13 with Dinah like the Roman Catholics around here. You don't know how hard my life is. 
I know it's nothing compared to Jesus. And I know that's a lame, weak excuse of not knowing on the inside. They call it self-pity. <laughs> Mr. T calls it, I pity the fool. I pity the fool, practicing self-pity. But you don't understand how bad my dad and my mom and college and high school and we really do understand how bad Babylon the Great is. We really understand so much that you can completely get over it. You can completely get healed of your human existence and not even be an animal anymore. Not even be a dirty, stinking, manure-filled animal at all anymore in your flesh, in your brain, in your heart, or even having the poo-poo of voodoo in your spirit, which is self-pity. Oh, what was me? I'm a man of unclean lips. I can never talk like Brandon at Joel Bar. Maybe tonight I can learn. It's just flowing out of my spirit. It's just flowing through a circumcised heart. Zero performance. Zero people pleasing. You have an audience of one before your eyes, walking in the fear of the Lord, making dad laugh. Make your father in heaven smile and then keep going until you make him laugh. The joy of the Lord's your strength. You haven't seen nothing. The joy of your father caused the heavens to shake. If you can make God the Father laugh, it'll shake the constellations. It'll shake all the heavens. It'll shake all the powers of the universe. It'll shake everything. Truth anyhow. So the manifesting sons of God, the main thing they do is they please the Father so much with all of their actions, all of their thoughts, everything they do is for him with the audience of one. Everyone else can get stuffed like a pig because it's one body. God is one. So if you're, if you're not in the one, you're not even in God. Just repent and get into the one. God is one. There's no duality. There's no your little section of God, your little opinion and theology of God, your little personal interpretation of Scripture, which is forbidden by God in the Word. All that nonsense is Satan and religion killing you people. God is one. It is written. There's only one Jesus. There's only one Holy Ghost. The seven spirits burning you up. So you don't have an opinion about anything. You can actually just be clay in the potter's hands. Enjoy the ride. Ride the lightning. Stay free. In your humility. And just be kind to all humanity. One thing that God wants to crush. Out of your brains. And out of your blood. Is false humility. It's one of the greatest abominations of all time. It's like. Mother Teresa nonsense or Gandhi crap abomination of humanism that is self-lowliness. It's one of the most deceiving things you've ever seen in Christianity, which is not Christianity. It's Christianity, which is turning the curse into Christianity, practicing the fall in some kind of piety some kind of lowliness. Look at me, I'm just gutter trash. I just, I work so hard, I give so much, and I, I still don't have any clothes. I'm doing everything you say at Joel's Bar, Brandon, none of it's working for me. 
ever hearing, ever understanding. It's all the soul's application of humility, but you don't get results from that because the meek inherit the earth, the Bible says. So true meekness, divine humility, is actually the glory of Jesus Christ pouring out of your hearts, pouring through your faces, and being kind to everyone around you all the time. It's having 150 billion white suns and all of their starlight, natural light and glory light both. Christ is the light of lights. All natural light and spiritual light is in Christ, the creator. Uh, you know, it's biblical Genesis 1. It's written anyhow. And it's pouring through you in Jesus' name. So your spirit might have dominion over your bodies in natural light and in glory light. And you'll need the fullness of both if you want to make the distance to God in the third heaven physically and overcome death. <laughs> Hallelujah. James. But when you show prejudice, you commit sin, and you violate this royal law of love. What is prejudice? That's in the Brian Simmons translation. Just so you know how sound our doctrine is. I was actually kind of surprised that they persecuted him out there, kicked him off a Bible gateway. That almost made me commit the sin of murder. How dare you attack our friends? <laughs> Looking up addresses, making a few phone calls to the mafia with sawed off shotguns to come like a thief in the night. <laughs> I had the mafia on speed dial in Bible college when I backslid because of my past as a terrible, terrible person. When I backslid, I thought someone pushed me off of a picnic table when I was dancing drunk on alcohol, wearing my cowboy boots, and I was about to call in shotguns to shoot people, because I had one button away to mowing the house down. And they, they pulled me aside. True story, now I'm not exaggerating. They pulled me aside and said, Brandon, nobody pushed you off the picnic table. You fell off because you're a crazy drunk. <laughs> it's like, they kind of came out of the blackout like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, thank you. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I apologize. Just boasting the flesh a little there. I know I'm talking to a bunch of badasses. We badasses too. Sign and wonder. That leader of the mob, he died when I walked into the hospital with my dad. I'm not even going to tell you the state or the city or any, any details. That's not necessary. But the odds of that happening, of that same person, one of the main bosses of one of the strongest mafias in the USA, died when I stepped inside the hospital, he happened to be there and my dad could give last goodbyes to him. And that actually happened. God likes happy endings. 
Because it's terrible getting here. You've all encountered terrible, terrible things in life. One out of three girls is right before she's 18. The things that happen in college with alcohol and drugs and rebellion sear the conscious so severely that the calling on your life is often completely terminated because of rebellion before you can even find Jesus. Now, one out of three is murdered in the womb in our generation in abortion. One out of three murdered in the belly through abortion clinics before they're born. So you talk about mafia, you talk about hitmen, you talk about killers. Well, there's no bigger hitman than the abortion clinic. You know, that's 70 million babies. I believe it's more than that. I think it's 74 million now. Terminated. Execution style murder of a living being that has a spirit and a soul and a body getting formed in there. Their spirit comes in right when they're conceived. So they terminate the spirit life, the soul life, and the destiny of that person's life before it even comes into gestation period. There's late-term abortion all over the place. But they grow up in heaven. It's a happy ending for them. But you need to understand what's done in secret, what's done done behind the scenes that we've tolerated in secret in this country, especially in religion, and especially in abortion, but religion is up there with abortion. The sorcery committed in churches in the secret place of the heart of the pastors that is so diabolical. Now, 70% of pastors in full-time ministry in the USA no longer have a biblical worldview. According to a, a recent research study, and I posted all the information, you can Google it, because it's a true research study. 70% of Christian pastors in America no longer have a biblical worldview. That's how potent the sorcery of Babylon is. You think it's Catholics? You think it's Lutherans? I've seen it in the charismatic church. I've seen it everywhere. It, it crosses spirituality. It does. Is that condemned? If they have any other God other than Jesus, let them be anathema. Condemned. 1 Corinthians 16, 22. It's condemned. It's accursed. It's anathema by the Word of God and by the Holy Ghost. You shall have no other gods besides me. It is written. These other gods, I'm telling you now, Babylon is a place where every God is tolerated around you and you're just castrated and nice to everyone. And nice to every God, nice to every angel. Sometimes grumpy and mean to every angel. Grumpy and mean and divisive and at strife against the angel of the Lord half the time, who's Jesus Christ in the Bible. Grumpy towards God the Father, grumpy towards Enoch. <laughs> Grumpy towards Michael and Uriel and Gabriel and Phanuel. Grumpy towards glory. <laughs> Happy towards the spirits of Babylon and angry towards the kingdom of heaven destroying Babylon. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there right now. 
that hate the tree of life and love the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They love Babylon. Babylon's evolving out there. But I tell you the truth, there's a maturity right now amongst the remnant of a remnant of a remnant of a remnant. It's a remnant of the charismatic church, and it's a remnant of the prophetic part of the charismatic church. And amongst the remnant of the prophetic part, it's a remnant of the apostolic. And of the remnant of the apostolic, it's a remnant of the sons of God. That's the rarity of what God's doing in this ministry, to be accurate. And that's exactly the truth anyhow. So there's all kinds of layers and levels of tolerance of Father God's light, which is the law of liberty in Christ Jesus, the royal law of treating your soul how God the Father treats his soul, Jesus Christ, which is brutally murdering him on a cross. But we can't have mean words, mean tweets hurt people's feelings. Rather have mean tweets than Luciferian presidents, amen? Biden. Turn this whole country red from sea to shining sea, amen? These nasty warlocks of politics, and this is one of my areas of dominion in the tree of life, and I'm not a political person, I'm a kingdom person, I'm into the monarchy, and there's no voting here, but there is total monarchy and dominion over the entire natural realm of all the seven stars and seven mountains that fell from heaven. And all the seven-headed beasts and all the rebellious witches that ride the flesh that live in this world. And they're going to get totally disciplined by the Holy Ghost outpouring a fire, spiritually and naturally, on a level that they're already freaking out. They're all, you think it's bad? No, you haven't seen it. Grab the popcorn. This is better than Lord of the Rings. If you think God's going to lose in politics and he's going to lose in economies, you think he's going to lose in, to Babylon and Babylon's seven mountains or anything the Satans are doing in this day, you don't know your Father in Heaven. See, the Father is just looking for characters. He's looking for anime superheroes. He is. He's looking for people that sign up to do something completely impossible all the time and make it normal, which is living in the Spirit and living in the heavenlies and living in the sun, walking on the sun, walking on the moon, walking on the paths of the stars and silver waters in the tree of life, in the sap of heaven, for the fruit of righteousness is a tree of life. That's a different tree of life than the tree of life in the Garden of Eden. And I know it springs up right through the third heaven, but in the second heaven, it's a little different manifestation than it is in the third heaven. And I believe grow up right up into the seventh heaven and go on forever. Just knowing who my father is and his nature, I have that through wisdom. But knowing the, the tree of life, the Bible says, is a tree of righteousness. Proverbs, it is written. The fruit of righteousness is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Now, to win a soul according to wisdom means to engraft them into that tree. It's written in Romans 11 as well. Being engrafted, not just spiritually with your born-again fire insurance like a bunch of Gnostic demons. That ain't it. But having your flesh and blood become the Israel of God, Galatians 6. You need spiritual salvation for your flesh. Because the flesh that remains Gentile just going to be the house of every demon. And that's what's wrong with the Christian church right now, is that we have separated Christianity 
from Judaism so much that we don't get any of the promises of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the world. And so they have all the banking system, they have all the money, they have all the economic buying power, they have all the governmental and military authority, and we're out here like anti-Semitic, anti-star, anti-12-star, anti-12-constellation, 13-constellation, anti-Dinah, anti-Jacob, anti-really-Christ, anti-inheritance, anti-heavens, anti-tree of life, thinking that we'll get something with our Gnostic spirituality just being born again and speaking in tongues. Completely lost. You're gonna need everything of the Old Testament in the New Testament. I have not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill it. What is fulfilled law? It's called becoming the physical and spiritual Israel of God. That's what the 12 pearls of the 12 apostles are. What's the 12 tribes? They're stars on Israel's head, which is Mary's head, because she birthed the Messiah. Revelation 12, 1, it is written. The stars without the pearls is going to be Kabbalah, trade the knowledge of good and evil, truth anyhow. But the stars plus the pearls, that's the new covenant. That's the tree of life. That's what your promised land is. Some people call it Elysium. Other cultures have called it Nirvana. And all those terms are true and accurate of the mid-heavens. And until you hear the gospel from the angel preaching in the mid-heavens, book of Revelation says, you haven't even heard the gospel. You guys heard the charismatic gospel. You think it's full gospel. It's less than 1% because it's still in the earth. It's still under even the cloud line. Most of you haven't even heard and illuminated the secret stairway in the sky, Song of Solomon. That secret stairway in the sky will lead you right into the sun, the 12 gates of the sun written in scripture, book of Enoch is scripture. Book of Enoch is a scripture as scripture gets. Without Enoch, these people are lost. It's like you don't even have a map in this time. Completely lost. It's so sad to see Christians that we love perfectly, the most lost, confused, fearful, paranoid, mentally ill people in the universe. Like sheep without a shepherd and Jesus just wept when he looked at them. They're like sheep without a shepherd. Everything is just manipulating them through politics, through even Breitbart, even just circumstances and situations keeping them prostrated. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of God rises within you as a bright and morning sun. The sun will rise in your spirit with healing in his lightning wings through your blood. And then guess what covers your brain? Fresh, physical, and spiritual light. So the joy is like the radiance of the sun. And they shall shine forth in the kingdom of their father as the S-U-N. And the reason why you never heard any of this taught before in any Christian church is because they haven't got into righteousness because they're total infants in Christ in the charismatic church. And they think they're apostles and prophets. They are, but they're about one years old or two years old, apostles and prophets, for the most part. They're pooping their diapers still in the apostolic. They're pooping their diapers in the prophetic. They are so far more immature than they assess themselves, and that's why they attack true maturity. Or if they recognize it as true maturity, they try to steal it and add it unto themselves 
through strife, which we deal with every single day in Red Letter Ministries for the last 17 years. People trying to steal RLM and have their own RLM because they're not willing to get into the pearls, which is purified to practice the seven stars. Anyone that skips the pearls, which is sanctification, purification, and transformation of soul, kingdom protocol, and gets in any other way other than the pearl of great price, the cross of Christ crucifying your entire brain to death, that it is dead, 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 in your heart and your feelings and emotions, dead, 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 dead. He could spear you in the side and be like, can't feel it. Sticks and stones, beloved will never hurt me neither can word curses or witchcraft prayers of deceived christian witches everywhere they can't hurt you not if you're crucified you can't hurt a dead person you can only hurt someone who's practicing their own soul keeping themselves alive staying alive staying alive oh 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 staying alive okay I could feel you weren't into that. Just stop singing right away. Terrible singing. It's making my ears ring. <laughs> Glory. We try to keep ourselves alive unless we have a revelation of the cross and the cross becomes the cosmic tree of life. The second heaven's tree of life. Nirvana, Elysium, Heaven, the Heavenlies. Immortality is in that dimension through the path of the Enoch stars. But if you try to go in, except through crucifixion, 10,000% of the time, you become a sorcerer. So you could come in here, listen to the teaching, and become the biggest white magic warlock who ever lived, and that's why they're so evil when they start opposing RLM. It's a totally different level of wickedness of the fallen angels because we taught them true wisdom and true righteousness and crucifixion and they said no to the cross and yes to the selfishness and the benefits of having all the power of the cosmic realm without crucifixion, which equals sorcery. Well, that's the truth, anyhow. Yeah. That's why they're so messed up out there. That's why when the people reject righteousness that we train everyone in since day one, wisdom in since day one, Elijah and Enoch, now we're graduating into much more Enoch, but it's always been Elijah. This ministry was started in the river. Ezekiel 47 was my first sermon in the spring of 2006 at Band of Brothers. Ezekiel 47. My very first sermon, which I got by the audible voice of God in the spring of 2006, was Gideon's 300 and Ezekiel 47. Drinking the river of life and only bringing forth the river out of your innermost being. That was the foundation of the Red Letter Ministry. Now, this river is far better than anything I could ever expect, imagine, or pray for by the dunamis power of the river working within me. It's answering my prayers beyond my wildest imagination. I couldn't even imagine how awesome this river is, especially you get a little higher than the earth, because I think I started in the river in the underworld. I think I was in the river in Tartarus hell, to be honest with you people. 
I think I was actually around that dragon molt of the black raven of Anna Roundtree's Heaven Away the Ride. That's where I found the river down there. Right under Satan's Bone Palace. That explains a lot, actually. That's why there was so much confusion. We thought it was the devil the whole time. No, the river starts in the core of the earth. Where he descended, you descend also. Well, that's true. The river of life is the spring of the great deep. Jesus descended into the bowels of the earth, the Bible says, so that you could have the origin of original design for earth's fountain of righteousness. Earth's light. Earth's stardom. Earth's river. And the core of the earth goes directly into the sun. And you know that from science class if you have more than an 8th grade education. True then, yeah. So the core of the earth is constantly communicating to the core of the sun. Hey, sun! We need energy! Okay, earth. Here's some light and some warmth. Ah, oh, thank you very much! It was a puppet show today. <laughs> It's like Miami and Minneapolis. Let all the bad weather just be thrown into the lake of fire forever. Amen. I was going to say throw it into China and Russia, but that's that's wrong. And I ain't going to joke about that because then it'll happen. We want it thrown all the way into the lake of fire because you need to love communists. Yeah. You freaking Americans. I hate commies. I hate Democrats. I hate Luciferians. I hate everyone except my own little elephant clique. I hate donkeys. Well, you hate the Lord Jesus then. Balaam's donkeys. High ranking prophet in the Garden of Eden. It's true. You know, animals in heaven are smarter than humans on earth. And they all talk. Glory. When you bring heaven to earth, your cat might rebuke the crap out of you. You need to knock off your bad attitude. You need to fold the laundry and just put it away. You already washed it. You already dried it. Just fold the laundry. That's probably the first thing your cat's going to say to you. You already have the clean clothes. Why do you leave them for days on end in the hamper? <laughs> have you looked around the inside of your house to see the quality and the condition of your house? That's what the animals are going to talk to you about first. They'll be like, this place is despicable. You are terrible human beings. <laughs> That's it. I'm putting them down. You go find an open field and just put them down in a pet cemetery. <laughs> people, now they might, you know, people's hearts are so hard they might not even listen to the animals. You'd be surprised. Oh, here comes the cat. Yes. <laughs> Yes! Ah, 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 ah. 
Just in time for November 8th, I've been endorsed officially by Starburst the Cat. Vote Republican. Definitely don't vote Libertarian like Antichrist Elon Musk. Did you see his Martian satanic armor of Kabbalah that he wore for Halloween? You know, it's a high-ranking Luciferian family from South Africa, right? Do you guys know anything about reality? <laughs> no, the Holy Ghost in you does. He's real smart. And everything in between the Holy Ghost in you and the Holy Ghost in me, we're just burning up. I don't want to know anything amongst you except Christ and Him crucified. See, what people don't understand is when the cross comes forth, your spirit gets promoted. But if you get offended and just defensive all the time, you can't go higher in the heights of Christ. So when we start attacking stuff, iron sharpens iron, it's not just Marine Corps banter. That's nonsense. It's not just F you, that's good morning and Marine. No, it's, it's an understanding that my angel and your angel are getting stronger. And everything in between are eternal new creatures in Christ that's garbage of sin and confusion and lies and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is what it all is, just gets incinerated. Man, I'm covered in cat hair now. Oh, God, I can't be. I need some more celery juice. Ugh. I brought him up here and just shed all over my face. Freaking nasty animals. Ugh. Man, you guys need to groom your pets around here. It's just disgusting. Poor guy. No wonder why he doesn't speak in English. Oh. At least Spider has spoken English four times. Oh. Not, not good enough. That's a low blow. I felt that one. If I was only more spiritual like you, I wouldn't have a dumb cat. <laughs> Some of these cats are so stupid because they have the spirit of their master in it. They start eating power cords and dying. Not all animals are the same. You learn that from science. You learn that from sociology. You want to get into some Holy Ghost sociology? I know I'm speaking to sociopaths and Holy Ghost paths. Oh, Secret Life of Pets last night had Sophia versus Athaliah. Whoa. Secret Life of Pets last night. Important <laughs> prophetic update. This is this happened now. It was a rat race. They had a rat race between two different rats. Sophia versus Athaliah. Sophia is my angel. Athaliah is yours. That's why I'm happy and you suck. Is that, no, just duck. There's no me in Christ. If you have a cross on you, nothing applies to you because you're crucified, but it applies to your demons that are keeping you self-conscious. That's why we viciously, violently attack Satan in every soul with the sword of the spirit until it's crystal clear and sparkling. You know what crucifixion is, guys? Being mean to sin. You have so much antichrist Christianity in first world nations right now, pretty much everywhere, too. 
Even the Chinese church, they don't understand anything mystical. It's very barbaric. It's like revival in China. That ain't revival. They don't even know about anything. They don't know anything. I talk with Chinese... I had two calls today from China. They don't know mystical crap. We know a buttload of mystical crap. <laughs> That's the Nacho Libre glory. I know a buttload about Christianity and being a priest. Mostly just cage wrestling. It's true. What what are your credentials to preach? WWF wrestling. Which is Archangel Michael. Usually comes in a Hulk Hogan outfit. Just to ground and pound everyone into powder. Which is one of the baptisms. There's a baptism of death, which is called getting ground into powder. And that's where we're at. Yesterday I had a midget come to me. <laughs> Smallest person I've ever seen in my life. A grown woman. About 18 inches tall. I have a video of it. Some of you won't even believe this. Shorter than my kneecap. And I'm only 5'4". <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I zoomed in, you know, and I didn't want people to think I'm racist against dwarves and midgets and stuff, so it was kind of like, oh, we're just doing a video of the weather. I'm at breakfast, so, you know, they're like, you're just videotaping midgets out there. That's so racist. That poor short person. And midgets, the wrong word to use but they I like that because midget as the father told me he's like that's where you need to go in humility you pompous bastard <laughs> I know the father don't talk to you like that but we have a really fun relationship I'll speak to God in a bonics <laughs> That's how I've learned to speak thunder. You can sound like Slim Shady, and if it's pure from your heart, God will just be like talking to you in abonics. Which, if you don't know abonics, it's cussing every other word. And it's not swearing, it's like how you learned how to talk since you were zero, you self righteous white people. There's a lot of religion in here, I can feel this stuff. I was raised around a lot of abonics and a lot of Marine Corps, old core culture, so you could see the goodness of men's hearts when they'd literally drop the F-bomb 400 times per minute. But it'd be just like joy, and I'd be like, man, this is so different. And I, I'm not endorsing swearing all the time, but I'm endorsing having a good heart all the time. Now a lot of people have such a weak conscience in such a weak faith that to them everything's defiled and it's just a very narrow, rigid thing in my heart of just being good because they're super religious and bound up like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Al. I'm speaking your cursed religious language because we want to break you open like an alabaster box and get you free. 
And it's not about just cussing and swearing like a Marine. It's about your heart getting so pure that nothing in the natural realm has dominion over your spirit. Now, if your spirit is so weak and anemic that good and evil can confine you in a little brown box inside your chest cavity, I tell you the truth, you have not believed the gospel yet. You haven't. You might have heard it because we say it every day, but you don't believe it. When you believe in your heart, then you are saved. Saved from what? Your own flesh, your own soul, your own interpretation, your own stinking thinking, your own self-righteousness, your own self-promotion, your own knowledge of good and evil. People could listen to the sons of God. I know and this is mostly what's happened the last 17 years. They'll listen to pure Samuel level prophecy from the river, crystal clear and sparkling, but then they apply it to their soul and become witches. That's what happened to half of you. You applied it to the flesh part of you and not your spirit. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. You got to put in your spirit, which means you got to glorify your spirit. You got to glorify the part of you that God is. John 4.24, God is spirit. Those who worship him have to be in their spirit. That's the very first week of Jesus Christ Christianity. The foundation got inside-minded. The first week he said, out of your belly flows rivers. That's right in the beginning of John. Later on, you grow up right into the cosmos and he's flying like Superman into the sun, standing on the moon, coming down like a bright morning star, levitating 20 feet off the road to Damascus, slaughtering Pharisees ministries, Worldwide International Inc., Acts chapter 9, it is written, and then possessing his body as God, or a son of God, and you are also of his race, which means you're going to do the exact same things if you ever grow up and get out of religion. And all the religion is what's holding you back from growing up. And it's a covenant with fear. It's a covenant with the devil. You have a covenant with the enemy when you're afraid of things you don't understand. It's called faith versus fear. <laughs> Two trees in the garden. Faith, tree of life, and you can come out of life at any time when you get into fear and that pulls you out of the narrow path. So people go up so high, they'll go into the skyline and like, now I'm afraid. And that's a huge fall and just nasty. And they go up into the moon and be like, oh, I'm up here in the prophetic like Bob Jones walking in the moon. <laughs> Some people don't get into fear. Most do. Most get afraid. The key to the narrow path is faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Because perfect love, Father God from above, drives out fear. Which is any possibility of falling at any level of going from glory to glory. All the way up until you're physically seated at the right hand of God in Jesus' flesh, which is the consummation of the ages, which is the judgment of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, like Janes and Jambres, staffs of sorcery, and all the snakes of the earth, eaten up by a real Moses that ascended the mountain of the Lord and remained there. Come up the mountain and stay there, it is written. Stay in the elevation. Stop coming down, acting like a clown, and ending up with a frown. 
stay high on the most high. You've taken territory. What caused you to fall? Every single time it's the same thing, don't matter the elevation, whether it be from the core of the earth, into the core of the sun, into the core of the sun. And you'll make the trek. Because the way will be made plain before you by great teaching. <laughs> Sonship level teaching, the teachings of the mysteries of righteousness, the teachings of the mysteries of the path of Enoch. They could physically approach Enoch in the book of Enoch, the son of Jared, but he was in a different angelic realm and they'd have to go into the east, they'd have to approach the sun and he'd be suspended in the realm of angels over the earth, but he could be still approached from the natural dimension. So there's a suspension and he would physically go up sometimes for months and so they couldn't talk to him, but he'd come down, he'd have a house on earth too. Probably the nicest house in the whole world since he's called in Jasher, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Read the book of Jasher. Jasher is scripture. The Apocrypha is scripture. Truth and yeah, the Apocrypha is Bible. And the Western church has rejected the Apocrypha. That's why they're so dull. That's why they're so anti-Christ. They're anti-anything over the earth. The reason why the Apocrypha was taken out by satanic priests, usually Jesuits, which is a branch, a branch of sorcery of uh, Kabbalah and Freemasonry, black pope, white pope, good and evil pope, duality, all the sodomizers of the Roman Catholic abomination, and all the things that for a thousand years, if you read Enoch, you'd be burned at the stake under Roman Catholicism. Wake up. They took the Apocrypha out of all Western Bibles that remained in all Eastern Bibles, and all Eastern Orthodox have all of it in their Bibles. All the Ethiopian, African, ancient Bibles have all the Apocrypha, and it's not called Apocrypha, it's called Scripture. Only the Western Church under the Jesuit warlocks don't have Apocrypha in it. The reason why is because it shuts down the power of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and the wandering stars of the second heavens. They did it on purpose to control you through Christian religion and it's working to this very moment. Now get back into those books and realize the path is cosmic. Paul's gospel is cosmic. You know why many of Paul's epistles aren't in there? They're mentioned. Read these other parts of the Bible that aren't in the Bible. Because they were cosmic. This realm is the most attacked realm of all the realms. The realm of the sun and the moon and the stars, which is getting the luminaries back in your flesh and blood, which is the only chance of overcoming the curse of the fall. We've settled down here from a, for an earthly Christianity of death. It's a Christianity whose God is death. Yeah, you need a Christianity whose God has conquered death and there's a path before you that you understand you can take in normal biblical Christianity that's been ripped off from you by satanic priests of Kabbalah. And they did it on purpose to enslave you as dogs, to be good conservative Republican taxpayers because you're the most obedient fools in the world. You have to break that box open. There is a rebellion against the fallen angels you know nothing about. 
These are the men who turned the world upside down. Holy renegades, holy terrors, the terrors of the nations, not terrorists, not rioters, not picketers, no violence. This is Gandhi, can't even imagine these realms. This is Enoch times Elijah times Moses times Jesus Christ. It's the wisdom of the ages which should be built up in every true believer's spirit. And you will ever increase more light is the promise of the new covenant. Who has an experience of ever increasing light? It's unknown. It's considered heresy. These demonic people out there are again against ever increasing light. They want the fading light because their Jesus is still death. Their Jesus is still dead. It's a false Jesus. He is risen from the grave, which means the path is before us to live forever. And it shall be taught the knowledge of the glory that conquers death. And it will be made normal to walk in the stars. And it's not just going to be David Bowie and the warlocks of Freemasonry. And it's not just going to be Joe Biden in the deep state and Hillary Kilton. It's not just going to be all these wicked Luciferian secret society warlocks and their fathers, the Satans and the cosmic tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Everyone's going to know righteousness. And that's what tears down that tree of Janes and Jambres sorcery forever. That's what destroys the curse of the fall. And we're going to do it every day. I promise you, we're going to teach you wisdom and her seven pillars with Sophia and terrorize Athaliah, the daughter of Jezebel, who's worse than Jezebel in the Bible. Athaliah was a worse demon than Jezebel was. When you take out a Jezebel, there's often multiple Athaliahs. And we dealt with them, we blocked them all. <laughs> Some of you realizing wisdom, learning wisdom, getting crucified in your hearts and minds. To hate all wickedness with perfect hatred, which is actual love from above towards your neighbor. You gotta hate it first in your own soul, which means let the cross get bigger in my heart, get bigger in my brain, get bigger in my bones and marrow, get bigger in my organs. Get bigger in all my flesh and blood. Eat my flesh, drink my blood. The cross is for the flesh and blood to be crucified, which means resurrected. The bigger the cross gets, the higher you get. Then you can have real meekness that inherits the earth, not a meekness that inherits a rat cage of filth and poverty and stealing finances and borrowing and never being able to loan. All this wickedness of rat poison in people that are down below, not walking in the real seven spirits of God, totally bewitched, totally deceived, living in rags because we don't understand the path of wisdom through our flesh and blood. It's ever brighter, but it's ever killing of beasts. And we can love killing beasts, but we got to kill them first in our hearts and minds so that we're going higher and higher. We're going to kill Athaliah. We're going to kill Leviathan. We're going to kill the bad. We'll kill every beast. We'll kill every bird. This cross has unlocked the wisdom of the ages for everyone that wants to grow in Jesus Christ made our wisdom.
We have wisdom. If anyone is lacking in wisdom, let them ask the conservative God and he will give it to them conservatively. Vote Republican. I am. I'm going to vote Republican through every American's host body that I can possess in the entire USA. I'm trying to possess the Twin Cities right now and turn this state red for Red Letter Ministries. And the elephant means wisdom. I like elephants and donkeys, and I understand how the higher-ranking sorcerers and warlocks of Kabbalah, they play both sides. Like Elon Musk is one of the highest-ranking warlocks in the world right now. And even though I know he's the son of Satan, and he's a Kabbalist from South Africa, and he's got really high ties in the altars that he's served on in the checkerboard of Freemasonry with his bloodlines and his lineage. That's why his dad expects that of him, because of what they've done. Who knows what they've done? They probably did apartheid. They probably were the reason for killing all the blacks in Africa. Who knows what the Freemasons did in South Africa? Who knows what the Freemasons did in Africa to steal all the diamonds? with the English royal family and the De Beer Freemason cult of England. I mean, the, the sins and the abominations against the nations of Kabbalah and the warlock and the sorcerer and the rich and the elite and the upper class are beyond comprehension. In fact, most of you couldn't even stomach it right now because they purposely invented wars, World War One, World War Two, in Switzerland. Read the Roosevelt Papers. They're published. You can read about how Mussolini, Stalin, Adolf Hitler, and, you know, even the Western people, Albert Pike was there, the 33rd degree Scottish Rite from the USA. And they all came together and planned World War One and World War Two. And you could say it's conspiracy. Well, it's truth anyhow. Conspiracies are often true. The reaction to it needs to be wisdom because you can't even fathom how evil the sorcerers of Babylon the Great are. They will spend their 18-year-old children of the nations like pouring out water. They pour out blood like nothing to their demon gods in the second heavens. To Satan, the breasted goat, the duality of male and female, and one demon god, Lucifer. But it's Satan. And I believe that's Pan. Because Pan was right under Mount Hermon. He's Pan creates the labyrinth of confusion that all human beings walk through. David Bowie in that Luciferian movie Labyrinth, which is one of my favorite movies, because I glean it through wisdom. That's why it's none of it's demonic to me, because to the pure, all things are pure. The more pure you get, the more that all the shadows come off the working of Kabbalah and actually is inside the pearl gates through purity and becomes wisdom to slaughter it and get back what he stole from you from Jennies and Jambres. What'd they get back, Moses? Everything! Freedom! Finances! And a new nation! They got everything from Egypt! They did, and they took it eventually, next generation, into Zion. And so will you when you come out of shadows, when you come out of whatever thing, sorcery and starlight, shadow light, and all that's been stolen from the second heavens that's poured into blackness into your bodies, which is your current DNA state, gets totally obliterated by the silver waters of righteousness. That's the fountain of righteousness. It cleanses you at a national level. This is the healing of the nations from the true tree of life of Proverbs, of Jesus Christ and his cross. This is living water from the heavens that shall rain down, it is written. I'll pour out my spirit in all flesh. I'm going to pour out 
silver star water on all flesh mixed with the spirit to heal creation with light in lights. So you don't just have Gnosticism in the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit maker of heaven and earth like all the prophets called him in the Bible, which is the healing of everything in the world taking dominion of the stars and getting those siphoning devils off of the second heavens and putting them where they belong in the lake of fire sealing them in a dimensional state where they can no longer kill kill steal or destroy in the heavenlies amen no more black sun no more black moon no more black earth no more kabbalah no more tree of the knowledge of good and evil all of it cosmically thrown in the lake of fire by a people that understand my righteous one is as bold as a lion from where the tree of life and the tree of life is what proverbs righteousness where inside the stars of the second heavens outside the stars are the dogs and the sorcerers and the practitioners of magic arts truth outside the silver paths of the silver stars and that's biblical it is a silver path of silver stars the treasury of the stars enoch said and all sinners will be ignorant of the stars in scripture all sinners christian sinners terrible awful apostles and prophets that know nothing of wisdom at a higher level They'll all have an ignorance of the stars. That is ultimately what we're at war against is ignorance causing death in Christians' hearts because they will not open their minds to true teachings of Enoch, the patriarchs, the Apocrypha, and all these realms that were taken out by the Pope and the Luciferians of the Jesuit Freemason branch so that you would not come out of the earth into the heavens. They want the Eastern Church, controlled by communism, to have that stuff. So that you don't have any freedom over there. But over here, we think we have freedom, but we're actually enslaved to false Christianity, earthly Christianity, and have rejected all the inheritance of real cosmic Christianity. So the sun is just something from the occult and it's just sun worship and all we have a scripture for everything against rising we have a scripture for everything against the resurrection we are brainwashed by the fallen angels completely worse than the israelites under egypt for 400 years of slavery the brainwash of the second heavens which is the cosmic tree of the knowledge of good and evil it's not the tree of life outside the stars that's where the demons steal the light and then they pour it into the earth through the altars of the sorcerers down on earth. Every lodge has an altar in it because they get light from the light bringers of their Satan gods in the heavens. It's true with all Job's daughters, all daughters of the Eastern Star, all Freemasons, and there's branches of Freemasonry, 66, in every aspect of all society, all seven mountains, all education, they're involved in every aspect and that's why it feels like they have the whole universe on lockdown because they're involved in every aspect purposely in kabbalah in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and they're going to checkerboards they're going to altars they're getting power and light into their souls to take dominion over the bewitched 
who hate the heavens and just practice the spirit and being good internally and are just whipped anytime they try to rise. They're just persecuted anytime they try to rise against this cosmic tree of knowledge. But that's what sorcery is. And we're going to expose all the sorcery in the world. And you're going to begin to practice righteousness and your wisdom will lift you up. It's not going to keep you in the earth. It's not going to just cause your heart to faint from well-doing and you just you just give up and it's too hard. We're going to open the heavens over the believers. We're the saviors of the world. Truth and Bible says, I will send forth saviors from Zion. Nahum chapter 1. It's plural in the Hebrew because it's not talking about Jesus. It's talking about Jesus' little brothers. Amen. And what the little brothers of Jesus, he's not ashamed to call you brothers and sisters, do is they open the heavens for you to rise in natural lights, in the spiritual light that you've already embraced in charismatic Christianity. You've embraced spiritual light, but you have not yet embraced spiritual light's dominion over natural lights of the fourth day God created in the stars and the moons and the planetary systems, which are your inheritance in order to have a dominion and an authority and a power over the earth, Revelation 5.10, and they shall rule with him from the heavenly angelic sphere forever for a thousand years, it is written. Revelation 5.10, this is the way into that dominion over the earth. Bible says what? Take dominion over everything. Create them in our image and give them dominion. We believe more in the demon power of dominion, principality, powers, thrones, and dominions than we do the dominion God gave man over the stars. That's how insane your false Christianity is in your brain right now. That's how bewitched and filled with sorcery. You gotta burn that stuff up. Real preaching and teaching of righteousness and wisdom will slaughter all the strongholds in your heart and in your mind and your spirit will begin to soar and everything will be higher and brighter. Every single teaching, every single preaching will be an upgrade in lights. Not just spiritually, and I just, I'm still a slave to bills and money. Naturally, into the treasury of the stars, and you go up and you begin to have an excellence as you rise over the marketplace in marketplace excellence revival. Unless it's implemented in business, it's still fake and Gnostic in you. And it has not been made your flesh, it's just spirit. It's actually just in seed form. You have no fruit yet. If you don't have a natural excellence in your life yet, then nothing you've ever learned has bore fruit in your life yet. And that's true. But you need to understand why your life is still a mess, why you're still struggling, it's still drama. It's because you've heard it all, you've heard the teaching, but now you're gonna apply it to your works. Those who know Jesus do great works. It's written. If you're not doing the works of the Holy Spirit, forget taking one step up the secret stairway in the sky. You'll be on the earth, living in a pig trough, living in just a slum of your own religious ideas because you lack excellence. And if you lack excellence, you cannot be promoted in anything supernatural of the kingdom of heaven. God is a great king. He only allows the best workers near him. Truth or not, 
If you're a terrible worker, you'll be far, far away from God for eternity. You know that's written in the Word. Who had the highest level skill? The ones that made the Ark of the Covenant. The ones that worked with gold. They were right next to God in the Holy of Holies. Everyone that lacked skill, lacked excellence, that had no natural wisdom, no natural excellence, it was varying degrees how far they were from the throne of the mercy seat in Israel. And it's exactly the same today with God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are not skilled and excellent in your work, you are far away from God. Half these people don't even have jobs and they're just on government handouts. That's false Christianity. That's living in Pan's labyrinth. That's living yoked to Satan and his demons. Repent and get skilled in the Holy Ghost and do it unto the Lord, not to man, without murmuring and complaining. At least you're not building bricks anymore for Satan. Now you're a living stone building the kingdom of heaven, working for the Lord and not for man, so you can get promoted from glory to glory in the marketplace. If you don't go from glory to glory, the marketplace and skill, and you just want to be a full-time minister, and I just can't wait to be a full-time minister, forget it. You'll never have served God. Because God will never allow sloth and that kind of immaturity amongst his priests. It's a royal order. The new covenant is kings and priests. Which means if you don't have the kingly excellence of gold making, goldsmithing, and, and perfection, a perfectionist in all things by the power of the Holy Ghost and his stars working in you, just forget ever being a priest in God's kingdom. Because kingship is the excellence of the natural realm and it's the same singular oneness as priesthood. You'll have kingship and priesthood, priests and kings, order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was king and priest, both as one. Welcome to the new covenant. It's not duality, it's not separated, it's one new man, king and priest, both in one. Not separated, that's the consummation. The excellence in all things in the 12 pearls and the 12 stars. 12 stars of 12 tribes, 12 pearls of 12 apostles. You need the Old Testament fulfilled with the New Testament, and you have them both in you, which is the excellence of the ages, which is the dominion of the heavens over the earth, being the best of the best, the cream of the crop that's risen to the top, and nothing else will rise until you're cream, until you're butter, until you're excellent, until you're alabaster, until you're that box broken over Jesus, the Himalayan nard, the most costly perfume, the highest excellence, that fragrant nard. That's when the fathers start discipling you one-on-one. -on -one. Until then, the Holy Spirit just trying to get the pornography out of your heart. Just trying to get the food stamps out of your bank account. I mean, you're living like total slumlords. Just living like animals. And God wants to, first and foremost, get the animal out of your spirit, get the animal out of your heart, so you have some cleanness to go up a little bit in the stairway to begin to know the Lamb. The Lamb is the cleanliness of the Father. What's the function of Lamb in Bible? To clean you from sin and uncleanness. Truth anyhow, and it will be in the natural and the spiritual both because you're priest kings. It's not spiritual and forsake the natural. That's duality. That's Kabbalah, that's Luciferianism, that you're practicing the fall, you're practicing sorcery, and you're staying dogs if you're in duality. 
Get singular, get oneness, get consummated in Jesus Christ's unity and union and its priests and its king and its oneness and all that deception and sorcery in you gets smitten out of you in Jesus' name by the staff of righteousness now. We curse it and we command it to be burned out of your brains, burned out of your bones, burned out of your bloodlines and we set you free from the slavery of sorcery and the limitations of the animal. So your whole consciousness is in the new creature in Christ. I can fly. I am born of God. God is the God of angel armies. I know God in the Bible is Yahweh. Yahweh was an angel. Yahweh was an angel. Do you even know that? The angel of the Lord is Yahweh. Jesus is the angel of the Lord, Yahweh, with Jewish flesh and blood on right now, transfigured at the right hand of God. How do you think he flew? He had angel wings. Your spirit is angelic. Live for that part of you. Devour the flesh. Take your flesh into the same excellence as God's spirit in you, and you'll soar on wings as eagles. In Jesus' name mighty name amen amen Amen. then you'll learn how to speak thunder for it's only when you're refined in fire into the son of righteousness that you begin to speak to god you know god speaks thunder that's a language seven thunders it's like learning russian it's impossible it's like learning chinese no you can do that in your human nature you can do that through intelligence of the animal thunder can only be learned as a literal language that god speaks god's only going to speak thunder and he's not going to learn your language he expects you to grow up as a spirit being and when your spirit gets mature and when your spirit rises into the sun however many years it takes you can learn thunder at three you can learn thunder in your mother's womb if your parents are in zion your parents live above the sun as angels eight-winged cherubim with the nine angelic races matured in their new creature in Christ all things new you're fully angel of the Lord you're a Yahweh hello born of Yahweh I think those born of Yahweh are Yahweh have I not said you are gods and you're not going to die as men because you're not going to practice the flesh you're going to practice the spirit over the flesh which is lights and lights both spiritual lights and natural lights both through your soul having dominion in both as uncreated light has dominion over created light of the fourth day of creation and you have dominion and all those lights pour for you like a river of stars amen and when the river of stars pours forth through you you begin to speak a different language the language of righteousness is a language that god the father has always spoken to his own son when he talked to jesus what does the bible say it thundered every single time did he yell did he raise his voice no It's just how he talks. That's the language that God the Father speaks. And you will learn that language only when you're at a certain level of maturity of your inner man. So all that junk in you, lust of slothfulness, laziness, uncleanness, all the garbage, adultery, murder, self-righteousness, religion, every sin under the sun, everything under the sun has to be removed from your inner man. It's not even just a self-assessment. It's literally everything under the sun has to be circumcised out of your heart for your heart to be at the elevation 
in the spirit through the sun, standing on the sun as a rainbow angel in Revelation to begin speaking thunder, which is a level of communication of wisdom building her seven pillars. Wisdom build her seven pillars up into the cloud. That's still being a young man, a young woman in Christ. Wisdom build those seven pillars in your hearts up into the sun. Now you're a young man and young woman in Christ, but you're not a father or mother, not by God the Father's standard. A father and mother in Christ has to be like God the Father in every way. And if you're not a cosmic Christian, just forget the fathers and mothers you thought were cosmic Christians. They're infants in Christ. They're not real fathers and mothers. You can honor them, you can love them, but they're not your leaders. Your leaders have to be over the sun. Otherwise, there's no mothering or fathering at all. They're not practicing righteousness. They're still in the elementary teachings of Hebrews 6, laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and baptisms. Baptism of the Holy Spirit and baptism of fire and the baptism of glory are elementary. Elementary. Now, if God permits, we shall go forth into training in righteousness, which means just because you got the baptisms doesn't mean God opens the door into the sun. You have to have permission, which means there has to be a level of maturity for you to step into the sun. You could do everything right. You could obey every Joel's bar and God say, no, you're not allowed in because you have vice in you, because you have this in you and he'll work on you until he says, you're right with him at a level that he can train you one-on-one -on -one above the sun. So it's all about God the Father pleasing. And you have to learn how to please God and repent of everything else. And this is laid before you today to see how high you want to go. The cap is off. You can grow up into the seventh heavens. You can renew your youth like an eagle, be 22 at 222. It's available. This is the way. This is the path. Will you allow the Holy Ghost to work with you under the sun and get all the sin out of you and get all the human DNA clean and clear and washed by drinking and renewing your mind too? Not just being a brainless idiot in the wine, but having your mind completely fortified to magnify the silver star waters. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. You can't just be a mindless idiot. You have to be extremely intelligent with seven horns and seven eyes, Revelation 5, 6. Otherwise, just forget it. If your mind's not renewed, there's zero metamorphosis. Romans 12, 2, it is written. The brain has to be transformed for the natural to be equally balanced with the spiritual progress. And if the mind's not getting renewed with the spirit, you're balanced like this and you just got in the spirit, but in the natural, you're just totally a mess. And the reason is because your mind's not renewed. When the mind's renewed to the excellence of the purification of the Holy Ghost, your sanctifier, Yahweh Sidkenu, the Lord, who is the Spirit, is your sanctifier. He will sanctify your hearts. You can't even fathom thunder until certain levels of sanctification. You could copy me. It's not going to work for you because it has to be the Father himself in you doing the works. That's what Jesus Christ said about his ministry. You can't copy any man. You can't copy me. You got to get your own authority through your own sanctification and the own pearls of your own hearts. You could be a parrot of Joel's bar and never walk in any of this stuff and just be a total Pharisee forever. It has to be real in your own hearts, in your own pearl of great price. 
in your own cross. Every single believer has their own cross. My cross is not yours. My cross is up here in the heavens because I carried it for 23 years and got my heart and mind renewed. And then God said, you can come up higher. A door was open in heaven. Now's the time you can come up higher. You've been faithful under the sun in Elijah. I want you to now learn Enoch. But if you're unfaithful in Elijah and you're into Jezebel, which is idolatry of self or sexual morality of any kind of lust whatsoever, false agape, false phileo, false eros, false wisdom, false righteousness, false love, any of it, you're disqualified. It's a narrow path, but we want to make it actually understood so you can see the narrow path, which is obedience to the Holy Ghost, obedience to the Lamb, and obedience to the Father before your eyes in all things, walking in the reverential fear of God and trembling, inheriting salvation through shaking, quaking, baking, without all of the Janes mockery of righteousness. Janes, these people are drunk on Janes sorcery. That's what's wrong with half of you. You're drunk on Janes as a slob. Janes is the foolishness and the rebellion and the stubbornness where I can apply Joel's bar how I want to and you don't have to tell me how to control my house. I'll come in here because I know it's the right thing to do. But you're full of Janes. You're drunk on Janes black magic. You're drunk on Janes sorcery. Get Janes out of you. Get Jambres out of you. Jambres is worldly wisdom. Janes is worldly foolishness. Being a fool in the world or being wise in the world. You need them both completely circumcised from your cup to overflow with wisdom. And wisdom deal with all kinds of higher stuff in your DNA when the inside of the cup's clean. And when the cup's clean, you go up. You don't go all the way up. You go up one step and then you're tested there. The way of the Lord is glory to glory, which is step to step, dimension to dimension. People think, oh, I'm just going to sprint up. I listen to one Joel's bar. I'll be a two-week Enoch. Now, in the year that he was 300, he was taken. There is no two-week overnight microwave obedience. It's going to be a planting of the Lord in the Garden of Delight. And if you enjoy the water, and if you enjoy the sun, burning up all the weeds around you, in you, out of you, around you, in your DNA. If you actually like God more than the demons, you'll rise. But at any point, does God become offensive to you? At any point, does the Father become irritating to you? And you begin to not like Him because you hate His prophets and you're attacking His prophets who are trying to get you up into higher realms of Christ that you know nothing about. And you begin to turn and murmur and complain in the wilderness of your own brains, then you will surely die and go to hell forever. And you're better off having never come out of Egypt than coming out of Egypt and going into the wilderness and begin channeling snakes against Aaron and Moses. And that's what many Christians are doing nowadays. They are becoming the biggest enemies of Christ after they're born again. Jude called them twice dead. Born again, then bewitched, then dead a second time. And there remains no longer any salvation for them. And these are the types of people that are fighting Red Letter Ministries all over the world. The twice dead of Jude. 
Woe to them. They will certainly be annihilated like Dathan, and the earth will spit them into the lake of fire. This is how deep you are into the great tribulation. This is how deep you are into the end days. You're about to see Moses times Elijah times Enoch times Jesus Christ on this cosmic mountain of the second heavens tree of, of tree of life. Shoot this stuff up with suns and lightnings and thunderings effortlessly. Won't even have to raise your voice. I'm just enjoying preaching right now. Effortlessly by who you are on the inside and judging this stuff. And you call that Christianity. God calls it an abomination and spiritually adultery and an adultery and an adulteress. He calls it a whore of Babylon. He calls it worthy of the lake of fire. He calls it the highest grade of wickedness. You call it Christianity. God calls it an abomination that causes division. He calls it sorcery. Most of what you call Christianity out there in America, God calls great potent sorcery. And it's going to become clear and clean before all your eyes who's practicing righteousness and who's practicing Kabbalah in Christianity in the knowledge of good and evil. Cosmically, with all the second heavens backing them up that's wandering stars, and they're just going to get terminated. And some of you might even mourn them thinking that it was injustice what God did, then you're next, like Ananias and Sapphira. Yeah. Truth in you. There will be no more false sorcery Christianity in the coming hours. Amen. You have prayed for judgment, well the consummation of the ages is at hand. And this stuff is going to get terminated beyond Terminator 2, not with nuclear holocaust. Forget Vladimir Putin. Forget China. Forget the Democrats. You need the fear of the Lord. You need the fear of righteousness. You need the fear of wisdom. You need the beginning of wisdom, which is the fear of the Lord. And then growing in the fear of the Lord that God's coming with all his second heaven stars and pearls with a people that have gone up through the purity of their heart and have brought the heavens down to earth. And the earth will turn into the sea of glass by those who rise from the dead and bring the second heaven's tree of life inside the stars. And the power of those lights through their spirit will completely obliterate sin and darkness and religion and sorcery and all rebellion and all drugs and alcohol and everything done under the sun will be judged in these floods of second heavens coming to earth. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. He's not coming with natural water this time. He's coming with the stars. He's coming with lightnings from the stars, from a people mature enough in Christ that speak the Father thunder language. And you're not going to understand it because you haven't paid the price to speak it. But it's still spoken because God has always spoken it to his mature ones. And it's not about you. It's about God. And the Father's language rules over everything. And the fear of God is wisdom. And the fear of God is clean and pure in the eyes. And it will get out all the cobwebs out of your eyes when you begin to reverence God. When you begin to submit to God's ways. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I want them to be your ways. I want them to be your thoughts. But you don't repent and you keep meditating on your own thoughts and doing your own ways, so there's no salvation for you unless you walk the narrow way up into the heavenlies and learn my thoughts and learn my ways. And then 
Your righteousness shall shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of your father, declares the Lord Almighty. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Bless you guys. You want to sow into your future and give a love offering? We'll see you tomorrow. Give it, baby.
Adiós.